Hashem so we are in Peleoetz's reminders. Peleoetz's short reminders. And today we're really going to get into short reminders, bullet points. Bullet points that we have to remember one after the other. So we got towards the end of Mikelala Hava Shemir Al Cheshit. He has mitzvah. I'm going to read through it and then we're going to get to the next paragraph. Peleoetz was referring to the kavanah that we have to have during our, our prayers and when we were in the synagogue. And he gets to a point that he has repeated frequently, that he repeats frequently because we need to hear it frequently, because it, <laughs> uh, we, we so easily get lax in this area. When we walk into the kanisa, into synagogue, we have to be in awe. We have to be in awe. We have to be in awe of Hashem's presence, which is in the in the synagogue, and with morai and kavod, with reverence, fear of Hashem. This is a head holy down. place. Head with down. With head head down. down. This is a holy place. You have to and bow down. Particularly not, not bow down. We cannot bow down. A, but it's just not a, yeah. It's not a social club. It's yes. not a social club. It's it's a holy place when we come for tefillah. You have to learn. And even if, connect. you know, again, according to the, the technical halakha, the way the Gemara says it, the synagogue itself is a place of respect, regardless of actually the time of tefillah. Yeah, all the even time. If, all the time, all the time. It's not just about... Uh, you can't walk through it, uh, you can't <laughs> walk through it, you have to pray, you have to yeah, do it, and, uh, you, you can't, can't walk, walk through it. You can't, walk, you can't use the synagogue as a shortcut. Yes. You can't say, oh, you, you know, stop and I need to it. go from one place to the other, yes. oh, you know, let's yeah. just cut through the synagogue. Yeah, yeah. Asur, forbidden. Because the synagogue has Kiddushah. You yes. have to at least stop for a minute. Say we say, Ashrei, Ashrei, <laughs> We say, uh, yes. we, we say, Bracha. That's the yes. din. That's the halakha. So, all the more so that, you know, that let's just uh, take our conversations into the, the synagogue right now for a few minutes. There's a Hechal over here. There's a separate Torah over here. It's not a joke. Now, we, uh, over here, it happens to be, there's, there are rooms that are designated as multi-purpose rooms. Right, so a room like this where we're sitting right now, so it's not an official kanisa room. We use it to pray, the same way somebody, uh, you know, let's say somebody makes a minyan in their house uh, on Friday nights, so they make a house minyan. Suddenly that room became uh, kadosh. You can't use it for anything else. No, not necessarily. If I use it as a multi-purpose room from the beginning, we use it as a multi-purpose room. Then during the times that we pray, it has, we have to, to, be to, it has to be fasha, it has to be holy. During other times, you can use it for other things. But a synagogue room, uh, uh, the kanisa room, we have to be very conscious whenever we're there. Many, many people they, uh, that I know that they, somebody wants to come talk to them in the synagogue about a different topic, they say, no, let's walk outside first. First we walk outside. And I'm not talking about during tefillah. I'm not talking about during regular time. I'm talking about a regular time. We finish praying. We finish al-alenu l'shabiach. But somebody wants to come Still. talk to them. Still, let's talk outside. Let's not talk inside the synagogue. That's what we have to learn. That's true. That's what we have to learn from Peleot. Hashem dwells in this room. 
מצווה לפתוח בהשם יתברך בכל לב, בכל ענייני העולם. It's a מצווה to have faith and trust in Hashem with all our heart in all matters of the world. This is powerful. That we have to, as a Jew, we have to live with emunah, we have to live with confidence, we have to live with faith. Uh, I learned last night, um, he spoke, speaks so beautifully um, about this point. Uh, uh, we can't live with anxieties in this in this world, right? That confidence in Hashem, faith in Hashem, it, it, it gives you it gives a, it gives a person calmness. It gives a person freedom. We have to feel security in Hashem. Now, it doesn't mean happiest Wednesday. The security and the emuna allows a person to live a balanced lifestyle, a balanced life. It doesn't mean there is an extreme which is bad. There is an extreme which is recklessness. Is getting involved in reckless and unsafe and risky uh, behaviors. Nobody is saying to do. Uh, nobody is saying to do that. It's asur uh, to do that. There are some people that say, "Let me engage in a risky behavior. Let me. I'm gonna, I can drive 120 miles an hour." Good <laughs> and then, good morning, good morning. And, and nothing's going to happen to me. I, I can drink poison, <laughs> and, and nothing's. Going, I'm gonna have faith in Hashem. I have when, you're when you're young, you have these yes. problems. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's not emunah in Hashem. Number one, that's foolishness. Number two, it's an avon. It's a sin. The Torah considers it a sin. Uh, a person, I have to make Hashem intervene. Number one, Hashem's not going to intervene. Not test Hashem. Number two, oh. if Hashem does a miracle for you, what do they do? They subtract. They deduct from Found our it. merits. They deduct from our merits. So, so it's asur in some It's forbidden to engage in risky behavior and say I trust in Hashem. But what does this trust in Hashem do? Right. In areas, in areas where there is no, there is little risk. There, there is little risk. You know, the, you know, what, why does, a, what does a person do? What does the Yetzer Hara do? The tactic of the Yetzer Hara. It pushes a person to be afraid and to come up with reasons not to do something, to come up with excuses. Right, Amar Atzel, Shlomo Amelach writes in Mishnah. Amar, the lazy person says, "Ari b'chutz." There's a line outside in the street. I cannot. There's leave. a line. I can't go out. I can't wake up. I can't leave. Uh, I can't come to Kanisa. Why can't I come to Kanisa? It's there's a line outside. What line? There's no line. Maybe a one in a thousand chance. Makes, makes <laughs> an excuse. <laughs> he makes an excuse. Maybe there's a line outside. Right, so they tell a story about the lazy person that he was saying over there. That they say, your rabbi is in the uh, next village over. Go visit him. But he says, the roads are dangerous. I can't go. So then they tell him, the rabbi came to your city. He came to, he said, nah, still, maybe there's a lion or something. I still can't go. He said, he's next door. He came to, to the house next door. But maybe the lion's outside my house. <laughs> there, so I can't leave. But they said he... <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to learn before we pray. <laughs> so we, so then they say he's he came into the house. He's in the other room. He said maybe the door is gonna be locked. <laughs> Any excuse is a good right? excuse. Any excuse is a good excuse. It's raining outside. I can't. Uh, gonna get wet. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna get wet. I'm gonna get wet. I'm gonna get wet. I can't walk outside. You know, there's no poppers, so I'm not going to be able to, <laughs> for some reason, I'm not going to be able to survive <laughs> if there's no poppers <laughs> being served in the synagogue.
right? We have to live with faith in Hashem, not with anxieties and excuses. When you live with anxiety, we can, a person can have anxiety over the tiniest thing that they shouldn't have anxiety over. So there's good anxiety and there's bad anxiety. A good anxiety is over something that there's a real danger, there's a real true risk that, that is obvious and that is clear. And then there's anxiety, but maybe, but maybe. Maybe I'm gonna catch a cold. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's gonna, I'm gonna get COVID. Right? Uh, in the beginning, so you're yeah, you live in fear the whole time. person lives in fear and panic their whole life, you know that it's scary. But I mean, none. A person's uh, a person's uh, handcuffed their entire life. A person becomes handcuffed from from living in fear. Mitzvah. This is very deep and very important. What Pelayot is saying here, Mesila Isharim, says it as well. Mitzvah liftoach b'Hashem. It's a mitzvah. We have to live with Emuna. We have to live with faith in Hashem. A small risk something might happen. Hashem will protect me. Right? We have to live with security. We have to live with emuna. Mitzvah liskor ulhitponen bigdulatoi parach. It's a mitzvah to think about Hashem's greatness. Oh. Right? And to, to the depth of our understanding. To, to realize. Right? Uh, good morning, morning. So, Rambam, the, the Rambam would say that, that, that a, the way a person does this is by thinking about creation. By thinking about everything Hashem created, and when we looked at, when we look at the the detail with which Hashem created the universe, no artist, no artist can do no, it. No, artist, exactly, <laughs> no artist can create with as much fine detail as Hashem created, right? At the macro scale and at the micro scale, we look at the cosmos, you look at the galaxies and the stars, and you're blown away. We're blown away all around. How did Hashem create Ribbonoshalam? There are more stars in the galaxy, in all of the galaxies, than, than humans that were ever born. Right? It's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. And then on the other hand, on the other hand, at the micro scale. And it's you, feeding everybody. You, you look at feeding the, everybody, <laughs> taking care of everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We look healing, at the one everybody. cell, the one cell in our body you, we look at and we study and Cannot say, move with other permission of Hashem. How did Hashem create this? How did Hashem create it? That we're able to live and function? It's unbelievable. It's amazing. So we have to think about Hashem's greatness and we have to think about Hashem's kindness to us. That Hashem created the perfect conditions for planet Earth. If planet Earth, the entire planet here. Changes a little bit. If it changes a little, if we're a little bit closer wow. to the sun. We're all burning. We're all burning. Wow. A little bit farther away from the sun. No life could <laughs> exist. No life could exist. It's at the exact distance perfect from the sun. Still, we haven't found another planet that it's possible to inhabit. Uh, every every uh, few months they say, oh, there's one that maybe, maybe billions, maybe, maybe, maybe there's there's one place that we could live in uh, and inhabit. Unbelievable. Hashem's greatness is unbelievable. Mitzvah liskor chasdeh Hashem. And in line with that, it's a mitzvah to remember the kindnesses that Hashem does for us. The good that Hashem does for us. Thank you uh, all, day all day long. <laughs> and all, right? all day long. All day long, we have to be happy. Thank we have thank to you. be joyous. Thank, thank you, Hashem. Thank you. Another breath. Another day I can see. Another day I can hear. Another day I can taste. Another day that I can smell. Kama chesed. How much kindness. 
does Hashem do for us? Israel, and that Hashem does for all the Jews. for every one of us. From the moment that we are born, from the moment that we are born, and we cannot take care of ourselves as a baby. Hashem is taking care of us. <laughs> Hashem is taking care of us. Hashem is with us. We have to be besimcha, gentlemen and ladies, whoever's listening. We have to smile. We have to smile in this world. We have to say thank you, Hashem. We have to be besimcha. We have to be with joy. Not to be with depression and with anxiety and with a with a lowly spirit. Mitzvah, We have to remember Yitziat Mitzrayim that Hashem took our ancestors out of Egypt, and that the same way Hashem saved them from their troubles, Hashem continues to save us from our troubles. Mitzvah, Mitzvah It's a mitzvah to revere our parents, our father and our mother. And one should uh, be fearful of going against their will. To honor one's parents. But also it says in Parashat Kiddoshim, One has to revere uh, their parents and revere their parents' will. If Friday we're going to read about the Ten Commandments. Read yeah, the commandments. we're going to read it. brought. <laughs> so it's the Ten Commandments says, Kaber, to honor. In Parashat Kedoshim, it says to revere, with the mitzvah that it says uh, over here, to revere our parents. Uh, there's all kinds of questions that end up coming up. Parents want to do it one day, a child wants to do it in every generation and every generation. Changes. The parents want one way, the child wants another way. Um, so when can the child do differently than their parents? When is a child not allowed to do differently than their parents? That's the whole topic. That's, that's, right? that's all of, that's all of halakha. Right? When it comes to... Uh, when it comes to mitzvot, when it comes to mitzvot, if a child wants to do a mitzvah, there there is no question. Rashi says this. Rashi says this that uh, a parent cannot withhold a child from doing a mitzvah because a parent has a lot of honor. Who has the most honor? Hashem. Right? Hashem has the most honor out of everybody. We just discussed about it <laughs> a few days ago, no? Yeah. So a parent cannot withhold withhold the child from performing a mitzvah that that they want to do. But even in that case, even in the situation, and this is what we have to learn, and this is what we have to teach when it comes to the mitzvah of kibura um, honoring and respecting our parents. A child has to know. We all have to know as children, even if for some reason um, a child is go- going to do differently than the will of their parents. That does not mean that they can disrespect their the parents. parents yeah. It doesn't mean that they it, have to do it in a respectful way. It has to be done in a respectful way. You should discuss right? with them. This is our culture. This is what the Jewish culture is. Right? Talk to them. Dis- explain you know, say, to them. Yeah, yeah, well, how dare you tell me to uh, not keep Shabbat or to not keep kosher? How dare you? Uh, speak to our parents in that way. Speak to them in a manner of respect. I know this is very important to you. I know you want me to, for this area, I'm not able to, you know, Israel Hashem, other areas. I hope that we're going to be together and I hope we can always be together in the most respectful uh, way possible. Right? This is this is the way the Torah teaches us. And this is one thing that um, distinguished the Sfaradim from Sam Ashkenazim. You know that, and, and you see it in the culture. That when we learn the laws of in Shulchan Aruch, when we learn the laws of Kibur Avaim, uh, there are some opinions amongst the Ashkenazim that they say if a person's parents are not Shomer Shabbat, if a person's parents are not religious, they're not his parents anymore. They're not your parents anymore. Wow. Yeah. It's written. It's written. In the, 
it's 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 the that this is what they follow. That's halacha. They say if your parents are not religious, they're not your parents anymore. It doesn't anymore. Chas you can divorce them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, almost like one can divorce. Chas v'shalom. We never accepted such a terrible. We we have to we have to know it because when we send our children to yeshivot. Uh, again, there are some Ashkenazim that don't follow that way. There are, some, there are many, many good, amazing, amazing Ashkenazim. Um, but sometimes it comes with that philosophy. Sometimes it comes with that ideology that they think to themselves that if, for instance, parents are not religious, it's mutar, chas uh, shalom, to disrespect them. Uh, and we never accepted that. Sepharadim never, anywhere, we never accepted that. Sparadim say, and it's very, very clear that Rambam says, Shulchan Aruch says, that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how irreligious a person's parents are. The chance of the parents to also go towards the child that is to add to their religion. Again, I'm going to take it to an extreme, but a person, a person's parents could be a serial killer. They could be a serial... Still, you have to... Still, still you you cannot disrespect them. Still, a person is not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Still, according to Jewish law, it doesn't mean that you have to be. They they tell you come with us on a shooting spree. No, Let's no, 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 but, but you But you cannot disrespect them. You cannot disrespect your parent, no matter what. It doesn't matter um, who they are. It doesn't matter who they are. A child is not allowed to disrespect their parents. The basic level of of decency. And respect has to be maintained, even if I'm not going to follow everything my parents are telling me, sure. even if I'm not going to follow them. You have to find a, this is, a, ground, this, a this, common ground this where is, you can... This is the Sephardic way. Now, Paleolite says sometimes... it's Mashadi. Yes. Stephen, you have a comment? This is amazing. We have to know. We have to know. We're just uh-huh. going through bullet point reminders, and sometimes I go off on a little uh, tangent. It's a mitzvah to love our fellow like we love ourselves. When we do that, that which we do not like, we will not do to somebody else basic, basic uh, principle of reciprocity. If I don't like it, if I wouldn't appreciate it being done to me, don't do it to somebody else either. Don't do it to somebody else either. Always look in the mirror uh, in that way, whenever we want to do it. Life is a mirror. Right? This is the foundational principle of the Torah. Yes. Life Life is a mirror. We're talking about uh, being Jewish. We're talking about uh, Shavuot. We receive the Torah. This is the story of Hillel in the Gemara. A convert in came to convert, day, and he said, in "I want sentence. you in one sentence. Give me the entire Torah on one foot. Give me the entire Torah." He goes to the first rabbi, Shammai. Shammai says, "Get out of here. This a, the Torah is not fun and games. Uh, you tell me, tell it to me in one sentence. It's a very deep book. You have to learn it." And Hillel says, he goes to the other rabbi, Hillel. Hillel says, Love your fellow like yourself. That's, that's, that's the, the entire basis, Torah. The base, the base, Everything the base else of is the Torah. commentary. Everything else is commentary. Well, we wish everybody a happy, happy Wednesday, and we're going to continue tomorrow. Am I going to bring with us? Anyway, I prayed a little bit earlier today. Maybe I should pray twice so I can pray with you. You can do that. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you.